you need to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health and you're going to come back to your business feeling refreshed with new ideas. And again, with probably the capacity to generate more revenue because you're coming from a place of being filled up versus being depleted. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. We are back with another behind the scenes episode. By now, you guys probably know that these are some of our very favorite episodes to record. And it's been a while since we've done a proper one. To give you a little bit of behind the scenes, what happened was we are so busy right now working inside of the business that we were thinking, do we really have that much to say on a behind the scenes episode? And then we realized, wait, this is actually really, really important for our listeners to understand that there are times in business when you're really working inside of your business. And so you don't have that much outside things to show. But we're going to talk a lot today about what our month has looked like. We are, like I said, working inside of our business. We are gearing up for our next purposeful business launch. And we are making sure that we are steering the ship in the right direction. So let's dive in. The thing that's been lighting us up so much right now is supporting our purposeful podcast students. As you know, we launched this program for the very first time just a few months ago. We've been helping our students in our private Facebook community, and we've had our very first coaching call that just happened in July. You guys, these coaching calls they have quickly become one of our most favorite parts of our entire business. We love to directly connect with our students. We get to hear their dreams. We get to learn where they're getting stuck. And then we also get to help them move forward with their big ideas. And what I really love about this is that other students help out their colleagues on these calls. So yes, Amy, Kat, and I are jumping in with our expert advice, and they're getting advice from 30, 40 other women who are doing the exact same thing that they are. What I also love about group coaching calls is the fact that you might have this question that feels silly or you're like scared to ask. And then you ask it and all these other people had the exact same question and they just feel so supported. It just brings such rich conversations and just everyone feels like they're moving forward together. Yeah, exactly. And we've mentioned this part before, but we really feel that there are three different departments to an online business. So when I say departments, we mean marketing, operations, and then fulfillment. And simply put, fulfillment is a business delivering the promise of their program. And if I can give you one piece of advice, if you own or if you want to start an online business, it's don't drop the ball here. We see so many people put energy and money into the marketing and sales, which of course, those are great. Those are very important. But then they don't support the people who took a chance with them. They don't support the people that purchased their program. 
in my corporate role, our number one rule was always don't oversell and underdeliver. Like that was something that we said almost <laughs> to start every single meeting before we walked in is don't oversell and underdeliver. And simply put, like show up for the people who show up for you. The best and most meaningful marketing in a small business is going to be word of mouth. And it's going to be word of mouth from a customer who just absolutely loved your product. Yeah. And it's so true. All three of those departments are absolutely vital to a business, mm -hmm. but especially fulfilling on what you said you were going to do. Like your reputation as a business is everything. What happens in marketing, it leads into what happens in operations. So absolutely do not drop the ball there. Okay. So some other exciting news that we have around here is that we have been planning a lot through January, 2023 and figuring out when we are launching and what exactly our priorities are. So you might ask, okay, why January? Well, in January, I am having a baby. <laughs> so I'm super excited to share that we're expecting our third baby. And it's funny as business partners, Abby and Amy were pretty much the first people to know. I think I sent them like a picture of like that really tiny faint line, like, all right, let's start planning. Uh, yes. <laughs> but as small business owners, you know, nothing will make you plan more and put a little fire under you than having a baby on the way. And I do plan on taking some time off of the business. So we do need to plan and make sure that we hit our big launches and our goals before the baby comes. So this is going to be my third maternity leave. The first, I worked for an online business. The second, I was freelancing and just released from my previous role at that company. And now I'm a small business owner. So I've been around the block on what I know I can handle and what this looks like. So if I have an uncomplicated birth, which I've had before, so I'm not sure what to expect other than that, I think it will feel really good to take those first few weeks fully off, maybe up to four weeks. I'm still kind of figuring out what that looks like in my head. And then easing back in, just recording some episodes and maybe doing some social media, but nothing as energy intensive as a live launch. So we are absolutely planning for that accordingly. And we'll definitely share more about what this looks like in coming months because I know a lot of you have questions about what that looks like being an entrepreneur, having babies, all the things. Well, it's fun because we have three different personality traits working here. So where Kat and I love to plan and we're like, hey, what can we do to get things in order? Amy's like, and sometimes things might change. So <laughs> being fluid while also having a plan is, well, first of all, we're just so excited about this, but then having the plan and also being fluid is going to make for just a really good leave for you. And we can't wait to see everything. Yes. And I do love that about Amy because she definitely grounds me sometimes <laughs> where we like to plan. And sometimes Amy will also be like, Hey, if you want more time, if you're in it and you're feeling this way, like she just gives you full permission for the pivot. And that's something like I just truly cherish about her. Mm -hmm. Get that but, tattoo. Permission for the pivot, right? Yeah. <laughs> permission for the pivot. So as you guys know, right now, our business is in this live launch model, which in the past we've shared why it truly was the best move for us initially. And we definitely want to continue to do it. But we do see ourselves having some offers that are going to be available for you at all times which also will help bring in some predictable revenue, which is always really nice. Yeah, that predictable revenue or that reoccurring revenue. I love it so much. It's almost become a joke behind the scenes here because I talk about what are we going to have for reoccurring revenue? 
I know it's coming from a little bit of a scarcity mindset, but then also it just feels safe. Like knowing every single month you have dollars coming in the door, it's a good way to have a company. I mean, having the big launches obviously brings a big influx of dollars, but then having that money that you can count on every month, something that we want to start to have a lot more of. But hold on, I wanna go back a bit a little bit here. So a lot of our listeners, they have questions, Kat. They have questions about what does a maternity leave look like? How are you gonna plan for that specifically? So let's go into a little bit more detail on that piece. Yeah, for sure. So I have been thinking about this a little bit and we're absolutely going to plan to keep our other two girls in daycare. So this means that I'm going to have space with a new baby and they can keep their routines, which I think is really important for little people. And what I love about this, it also gives me space to physically and mentally heal, to bond with the new baby. And one thing that I have truly come to love about newborns is they do nap and they nap a lot. And so it's kind of nice in between that you can do, you know, besides taking care of yourself and healing and prioritizing that, of course, there are small things that I'll be able to do for the businesses, which is also exciting for me. And financially, this is why we are planning ahead at pursuing her purpose and making sure that we have revenue generating activities planned before the baby comes. And it's why we're looking into having the more reoccurring revenue opportunities. So for my other business, which is a sales agency that helps online entrepreneurs with their sales calls, we structured that business from day one as what I like to call an agency model, which means that we have an amazing team who kind of does the work in the business. So they take the actual sales calls and me and my business partner focus on getting new clients in the doors. So this means from now until when baby comes here, we're working really diligently ahead of time to secure new clients. But our team is going to handle all the day-to-day of taking all of the calls. So I don't need to sit on any calls with a crying baby, which is really nice. I think it's a really great opportunity for our listeners to kind of look at what their business model is. Because I think one of the big myths of being an entrepreneur is the business can't run if I'm not there doing something. And how we like to coach people is you're really gonna wanna get out of that model where you always have to show up to make money. I really would recommend that because otherwise things like a maternity leave like would be a much bigger hit to our business. So even if you have a business where you are copywriting, you're a graphic designer, you're a virtual assistant, and you always have to show up and serve to make your money, you might want to start thinking about what could it look like if I had an offer that didn't have me showing up for it? Or what if you hired someone like Kat does in her sales agency so that fulfillment isn't always on your back? Like these are things that we have to think of as business owners. I've always said that. The reason I have never gone into a full on influencer, you know, you're doing collaborations, like every dollar earned is you showing up. I can't do that. That doesn't work with my mom life right now, although I'm a little ahead of cat and there's going to be no more babies coming out of me. I understand that as a family, I can't always, always, always be on the hook for every dollar that's coming in the door with my time. Yeah, I think that's such an important point. And even with my other business, you know, it's a service-based business. It could be me on sales calls 40 plus hours a week. I wouldn't have any time or space for pursuing her purpose or other things that light me up and things that I want to do. And I know even Amy and Abby with the other businesses that you have, there just wouldn't be the capacity if you had not 
figured out how to make money in those companies without it being all tied to you showing up and you delivering on something. And you might be thinking right now, shoot, I have this service-based business or I'm dreaming of this service-based business. And service-based businesses, they are an amazing place to start as a new business owner because you can get really clear on your offers. You get to work directly with your clients, which is super fulfilling. You can start to generate money really quickly with a service-based business. However, we do see a lot of people quickly feel overwhelmed or as we've been talking about, it limits their capacity for growth. So just being able to grow and scale is harder with that service-based business. We see a lot of our purposeful business students start out this way with the intention of expanding more towards an agency model that Kat was talking about or adding in additional digital offers like online courses, for instance. And speaking of purposeful business, we do have our next launch mapped out, which is going to be happening in September. We love a September launch for a lot of reasons. Number one, people generally have a little bit more time back in their schedules with kids back in school. And we just have this feeling of this undeniable back to school energy that the three of us feel, we know many moms out there feel with season shifting it just makes us feel more productive. We can get ready to get started on something new in that September timeframe. For our pre-launch event, Kat and I, we're going to be doing a live workshop, which we are so excited about. We were just talking about it yesterday. And to prepare for that, we are figuring out the topic right now, and we're going to share that as soon as we know. So part of the thing about our business is that we do have a three-person team. So sometimes we feel like it can get a little bit crowded on things like a webinar. And so we have made the decision that for that webinar workshop, it will be Kat and Abby. They both love that presentation style and they also love sales calls. So those two tackle those things. They're able to focus and do amazing work. Now, I will have other roles and a lot of that has to do with our marketing. So how are we going to market with social media? How is everything going to feel cohesive to the listener and the viewer of the story? That's really important to me. So what we love to do is take the behind the scenes of a launch to Instagram showing you guys what goes into making a webinar, I think will be really helpful because I know we're speaking to a lot of beginners. And to me, when I was a beginner, a webinar sounded so intimidating. I'm like, I don't understand what's the tech, what's the point, how am I going to make this? Is this a PowerPoint? Like what's happening? So I really want to take you guys along for that ride so that, of course, we're marketing purposeful business to you, but we always look at it from a lens of how can we also help our followers, our listeners, our community learn from what we're doing. And since Kat and Abby are masters at this, it's like, let's have a master class while they're doing it. So at real time, you can see what we're talking about. So that'll be a strategy that we will use. And so we're really good at giving each other the space to do the things that each of us are good at and not feeling like I don't feel left out. I'm so happy to not be on a sales call, but I'm happy also to put work in where I can really shine. Right before we jumped on this podcast episode, we were talking about the fact that you know, when you guys are hearing from three of us, we can understand how it could feel like, oh my gosh, maybe I want a business partner. It sounds so good to have a three-person team. And while we are incredibly happy with our decision to be a three-person team, 
you also have to think about the added revenue that our business needs to bring in the door to make this a successful company. So for us thinking about, I know that first benchmark that a lot of online businesses use is to get to six figures. We just like everyone else, we're so excited. We're hoping to hit that in our very first year. But what you have to understand is there's three of us that need to be paid from that. So we actually have to have higher revenue goals for what we would all feel comfortable putting so much time, energy, effort into. So when you're thinking about a partner and you're thinking about the three of us and thinking, oh man, that must be so nice that you guys can divide and conquer, you also have to think, to have a successful business and to us part of success is dollars home we have to make a lot more than a one person business yeah and a question you might even want to ask yourself too cuz a lot of people do see our business model or your other business herself that has partners and think oh that looks so nice to not be in it alone maybe ask yourself is that coming from like the true intention of finding someone who has the skill set that you don't have that can elevate you get you to 2x the revenue faster 3x the revenue faster or is it coming from a place of fear like mm-hmm. oh, i just wish i had that cheerleader on my side who was helping me and making me feel good because those are real things to consider. And we do see it go both ways where someone's looking for a partner because they're scared of showing up alone or have some fear or insecurity about what that looks like. With some of our students, we've seen them kind of on a whim think about a partner. And I don't think it's a whim-based decision. So for example, with herself, we can tell you the reasons why we partnered up. A big part of it is what we thought was missing from other podcasts was more than one perspective. Abby and I are so different in our personalities, in our struggles, in our strengths, that we saw that as the perfect opportunity to be able to speak to so many more women. If I had one by myself and here I am, this type B person that, you know, it does live on a whim. It's like a lot of people wouldn't be able to relate to that. But since it's Abby and I together, again, with pursuing her purpose, our biggest reason to work together was that all three of us have very different skill sets. We could see a through line to how we could be a successful profitable business faster because we all do have these distinct skill sets and experiences that we felt complemented each other so greatly. Just to add into that, our value base was the same. So you can go into business with somebody that has the skill set that you need, but if you're not in line with values, like that's a recipe for disaster. So there's a lot of working parts with it. Obviously, we are so happy with our decision. I would do it again and again, over and over. But as you're thinking about bringing on a partner or even just bringing on an employee or a contractor, those are all things to definitely start asking yourself. So this past month, inside of our business, we had a lot of planning, like we talked about. We've been doing a lot of fulfillment, which is very behind the scenes to everyone except for the students that took a chance on us. And we also have all taken a summer break. So gone away with our families. And when we reflect on how we can be helpful to this community, one thing that we thought of is I think when you're a brand new business owner, it can really feel like you can't take a break. You have so much to do. We've totally been there. We are actually, I would say, there right now with pursuing her purpose. We still have so much that we're working on. But what we have realized in all of our experience is you're in charge of your life. 
you have to take those breaks and carve out time. Like our values at this company is that we are going to show up as the mom's wives, friends that we really want to be. That is something that behind the scenes, we've all been taking some time off. Like summer can be a little bit of a slower time in online business as well as a lot of other businesses. So why not take those really meaningful, special breaks so that we can show up and be the best leaders that we can be? I think it shows you guys we're really living our values and we're hoping that you guys are making these businesses that are sustainable for you. Yeah. And it's a totally different mentality because if you're used to being an employee, you know, you have your PTO that you know that you can use and you feel entitled to that time off, which you should be. But when you're an entrepreneur, there's always more that can be done. You feel like the weight of it can always be on your shoulders. So it has to be very intentional and a choice for you to say, I'm going to get off that hamster wheel and I am going to spend time with my family. I am going to take that weekend at the lake. I'm going to refill up my cup because we also know that burnout, as we talked about in a previous episode, is an epidemic with small business owners. And so you need to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health and you're going to come back to your business feeling refreshed with new ideas. And again, with probably the capacity to generate more revenue because you're coming from a place of being filled up versus being depleted. Yeah. It's like, I think that entrepreneurship gets glorified so much. Like I'm my own boss. I take off when I want to. But like what I will say is the vast majority of small business owners that I know take worse vacation time than they did when they were in corporate America. And so if that was one of your big goals, you wanted more time freedom and that's why you left, you've got to make sure that you're going down a path where you are making that. You're making that a part of your business. I remember when we were at a mastermind retreat, actually, I couldn't go to this one, but I was talking to Amy about it afterwards. And you're talking about how you're sitting at a table with all these amazing entrepreneurs who are at you know multiple six or seven figures in their business. And they were like, I don't leave my desk all day. And you're like, what are you doing? You guys, I staged an intervention. I had yeah. like a five-person <laughs> intervention. You know, these women were younger than me. They live in LA and never leave their apartment. And like you guys, we're going to start with just a walk, a midday walk. You have to leave your computer. Like this is just very unhealthy for you. And they were all saying that, you know what I mean? Like they don't feel good doing that, but it can just feel like you cannot pry yourself away from work. So, you know, maybe it starts with a weekend away from your phone and you're not posting whatever it is to get you kind of headed in that direction of, I'm allowed to have boundaries. Even if the Instagram algorithm doesn't love my boundaries, I'm still going to do it because my life is more important to me than you know, being on this rat race that everyone else seems to be on. So we hope that along with us, you guys are enjoying your summer and taking the time to do the things that make you feel whole outside of pursuing a business. And if this episode got you excited about joining us in Purposeful Business, which is a complete roadmap to starting a profitable online business in September, you can sign up for our waitlist now at pursuingherpurpose.com backslash courses. We'll put that in the show notes so you can find it there too. But if you sign up for our waitlist, you will be the first to know when we launch. 